Welcome to Conspiracy of Light, a podcast about Babylon 5. I'm your host, Woody Harris, and with me is the inimitable, the indomitable Josue Cardona. Hi, Woody. Let's do this. Yes. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm giddy. I actually dreamed about the podcast last night. <laughs> We've been talking about something similar for years, so yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. And so for the listener, the reason that, you know, there are a ton of Babylon 5 podcasts out there. You could go to just about anybody and listen to a Babylon 5 podcast. So you're here if you want to, <laughs> ultimately, if you want the personalities of Woody and Josue. But uh, you're here because we're going to shine, hopefully, a different light on uh, Babylon 5 and hopefully kind of take apart some of the psychological concepts, some of the archetypical concepts that we see in the show and really get into what is the experience of watching Babylon 5 like and what insights can we draw from it and what new ways do we view the world as a result of our our connecting with Babylon 5. Yeah, so a, sh a show which you love. Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't watch it when it first came out, but once I was introduced to it, uh, we had this guy at work, and he said, hey, you need to watch this. And we're like, uh, I don't know. This doesn't look like the thing. And we took an episode home, and even though it was in the middle of, I think, the second season was the one he gave us, it blew us away, and we were immediately hooked. Um, and, and my hope is that somehow we're going to hook you, the listener, into the show. So you watch along with us, and we're going to talk about these episodes and kind of take them apart every every episode of the podcast and uh, maybe we'll uncover some hidden detail that you missed or something really important. Yeah. And I hope that, you know, you're listening to this and you're thinking, which of the Babylon five podcasts am I going to listen to? Or even better yet, do I want to watch this show? <laughs> right. And so I've, I've, I haven't watched the show. I'm going to be watching each episode for the first time as we're going, but you've been a huge fan of the show and talking to me about it for years, Woody. So I think that that's, that's going to be really interesting too, because you, you're coming, you, you're, for you, it's a rewatch. For me, it's a first time watch. And I'm hoping that listeners will, that, that we can have both types of listeners, right? People who, who will join us for the first time and then come back for, for some reaction and discussion. And then um, maybe people who are revisiting it like you, and you'll, you'll have different perspectives. You know, for lack of a better term, this has been a a Bible for me, a uh, a way of seeing the world that has uh, made huge impact on me, obviously, hmm. more than almost any other media I've encountered. You know, I'm a Doctor Who fan. I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Um, but for whatever reason, Babylon 5 hit all the right nerves and became uh, part of my personal mythology. So you're going to hear that passion in me every time I talk about this show, and I hope that that's going to bring you, the listener, into our Babylon 5 universe to talk about what's going on. But other than my passion, is there anything else that has moved you to join me on this journey, Josue? Um, honestly, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's it. I mean, I love science fiction, and I'm, I'm revisiting, you know, I'm not revisiting, I'm watching for the first time um, shows that I, I never watched before, like... Uh, Deep Space Nine, some of the old Star Treks that I missed. I'm I'm going deeper into science fiction than I ever have before, and that love that you have for Babylon Five, the way you talk about it, it got me really really excited. And I'm I I cannot wait to to get in there and talk about it with you. Like 
it's it's so much better to enjoy a a show especially something like this right which is like there's 100 episodes and it's like you know that there's so much there and to go to do it with a friend is super exciting i've been i've been excited all week about starting this because <laughs> i'm like oh i get to hang out with my friend doing something that we both enjoy which is podcasting but talking about a medium that we love which is sci-fi and i'm i'm super excited so like again i hope i'm trying to convey what I hope the listener, <laughs> listener, <laughs> you're listening to us now. I'm, I'm hoping that, that you're kind of in the same boat as me where you like this stuff and maybe you don't have someone to watch with you and you want some friends along for the ride. So we're your friends. That's right. We're we your friends. Be friends. We're, yeah. we're going we're gonna to hang out with you and watch Babylon 5. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, maybe if we're, we're again, still pitching the idea, um, how, would you, how would you describe Babylon 5? Babylon 5 is an epic space opera set in the year 2257, which is uh, the dawn of the third age of mankind. Talk about it on the show. Um, And it's a story about political intrigue set in this space station that is nestled in a neutral space between five alien races who are all coming together and bringing their own idiosyncrasies, their own personalities to the table. And we, the Watchers, are, are changed, I believe, as a result of watching the drama play out that fo- uh, unfolds in front of us. Through the tech, through the character development, through the mythological themes that the story follows and builds into, and, and just through the way that we connect with that world. Um, it's hard to say a lot about Babylon 5 because Babylon 5 is is based on the idea that you do not know what's coming next. You know, I know you've talked about spoilers in one of your your Geek Therapy episodes, uh, Hostway, or or another episode you did. But at any rate, um, in the case of Babylon 5, this is an unfolding story. This is a um, this is a strip tease that goes on for five years, and every layer that you strip back brings a sense of wonder, a sense of awe, and a sense of, oh my God, I can't believe they did that. Um, so that's that's the joy of Babylon 5, is taking this journey and realizing that, you know, no matter what your perception of the situation from episode one to the end, it's going to be turned on its head at some point. And that, that's that's the best I can say about Babylon 5, is that it takes you on a, a, a personal journey by watching other people's journeys. It's probably the epitome of what story should do for us. It sounds good to me. I'm sold. (laughs) I agree to do the podcast. (laughs) Yes. And I'm so excited because you don't know how many people I've tried to get involved with Babylon five and and some people turn away and they turn away sometimes because maybe the technology that was used to make the show was a little bit um, of its time. But if you suspend disbelief and get into the story Michael Straczynski is such a fantastic storyteller. And for those who haven't, who don't know who he is, he's written multiple comics. He wrote a show for Netflix called Sense8, which was just fantastic. Um, he's been involved in a lot of different story progressions. He's been involved in, uh, is it the Underworld Saga? It's not, uh, it's one of the uh, vampire movies that was around okay. for yeah. a while. yeah. He's been involved in so many things, and so he's he's kind of probably got his hand in something that you already really enjoy. Um, but I, 
um, you know, without lauding him too much, I, I think he's just a fantastic storyteller. And the team he put together with Harlan Ellison writing some of the stories and uh, being involved with all these amazing people that you see that the actors on the screen and the, the people who, who really bring life to the show. Um, I, he just put together an all-star cast, uh, particularly Andre Katsuis, who plays the character of Jakar, who during his breaks from, you know, like their, their filming breaks, he would stay in character all day long as Jakar. <laughs> he just, that he was that kind of method actor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a fantastic guy. And, and the, the cast that you see, I mean, some, some of the cast don't carry the show as well as others, but the ones who do carry the show just have fantastic presence and delivery. Um, and sometimes you almost feel like you're getting into some kind of Shakespearean kind of thing. Not always, but sometimes. Well, I mean, the the show started in the '90s, right? And that's something that we've we've been talking about. And there is there's so much that we can there's like a perspective that we can look at the show from being now and you know in 2018 when we're starting. Uh, but I think we've decided that the show, the podcast itself, we're going to focus on the story. We're not going to focus like everything you just said is awesome. <laughs> like, I would, and and there's so many stories and so much information out there about the production of the show, um, good and bad. And I think it's all interesting. But that's not really what we're going to focus on. Um, at least not like as as you're talking. I'm like, man, maybe we should do like bonus episodes where we talk about like that <laughs> drama. But I'm I'm getting ahead of myself, right? I just we we want to go into the story. And so if that's something that again. We're, we're trying to make a pitch here for you to stick around. <laughs> yes. Um, like, we're going to talk about what's happening in these episodes. We're going to talk about the story. We're not going to talk about necessarily what it looked like um, in 1993 and what we think of now. We're not going to talk about the hairstyles <laughs> or anything like that, right? We're just going to talk about the the story and what's happening on the show. That's the focus anyway. Absolutely. And And here's something I've been trying to articulate for a while, so I'm going to try it one more time. I, I'm a huge fan of uh, Star Trek Discovery, which is the newest iteration of the Star Trek universe. And I also really enjoy the um, the alternate universe that's cre- been created with Chris Pine as, uh, as Captain Kirk. But the deal is, we're seeing Star Trek through new eyes as we go through time ourselves. And if we look at it as a record of real life, as it, you know, it's almost like we're looking forward into the future. Our, our lenses start to get better. So, you know, that, that's kind of why I hope there might be a Babylon five remake because our lenses start to get better and we can see things more clearly or we can see things differently, but ultimately the universe remains the same. That's what I think about in star Trek, because you look at the technology that you see in both the show enterprise and in the show, star Trek discovery and it looks so much different than obviously than the original series. And that's because in the sixties we didn't have the technology to see the future as clearly as we see it now. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's Doctor Who too. So you can you can that particular philosophy helps me suspend disbelief when I'm looking at something that is not clear. This is an old picture of a future world. And we can only see it from our new perspective because now we've gotten used to different styles of camera work and different styles of of doing things it only takes us watching something like the expanse to know that the way we view and the way we get our story comes to us much differently now yeah so we have to suspend all that and allow babylon 5 to be what it is and as you said we focus on story that is that's my plan here yeah i'm i don't know 
Oh, um, I think uh, the last thing I think we should mention is if you want to watch Babylon 5 right now, at least in the United States, it's on Amazon Prime Video. I believe that's the only way to watch it other than getting the DVDs uh, legally anyway. Uh, so right. it's easier to watch now than it ever has been before because Amazon Prime Video is on on every device. Your TV probably has it built in, and if you have Amazon, you can you can subscribe and and watch along. And that's I think I think that's going to bring a lot of people in because I don't I don't know if it was ever on Netflix or if it's ever been on any other streaming service, but now it's accessible. Because when we started talking about this years ago, it wasn't, wasn't anywhere. Yeah, and then it was on on one service and now and now it's on a service that that is actually easily accessible and you can watch on your TV and and that's great that's going to make a big difference. I think it was on Netflix for a little while but it just it didn't stick around unfortunately and and yeah we have access to it now. The other place you might have access to it would be if you go to YouTube. But I don't know for certain. You know, I saw one of those episodes that said uh, you can pay for this or something. So maybe there's something mm-hmm. through YouTube Red or something. Um, and of course, I think if you go to your Apple TV and you want to watch it, like if you want to pay for seasons, you can probably go through it that way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can definitely pay for it, but as a streaming service, it's on Amazon. I think. I think it'll. It's just easier that way, right? Yeah. <laughs> you already have Amazon. Just watch it. So, just real quickly, uh, we're calling this this show "Conspiracy of Light," and that is a, an allusion to some a future it's a future phrase that you're going to hear in Babylon 5 but once i heard that phrase back when i first watched Babylon 5 it became a touchstone for the way i talk about things in my life um this idea of living in a conspiracy of light so the conspiracy of light here is that the light itself is Babylon 5 we are conspiring to get others to watch Babylon 5 and to watch it with a deep eye or a deep vision or you know trying to uh Go deep. Well, yeah, <laughs> but to to determine what the what the relationship between us and Babylon Five is. Okay. Okay. And yeah. this is before we go. Uh, before we close out this episode zero, I wanted to ask you, Josue, why 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 sci fi? What is the reason that you are gravitating towards sci fi in your life in general? Um, I think that as a kid, it was just cool, spaceships, right. aliens, that type of thing. I think that. Uh, now that I'm older, what I appreciate is the futurism aspect of it mm-hmm. more than anything else. And I think that'll come out when when we talk about an episode, you'll probably see how I appreciate certain things because it is that imagining of the future. And the funny thing is that, I mean, almost all, sci- almost all sci-fi, what they're doing is they're, they're telling, you know, we're, we're just telling human stories or, or stories about people and, and relationships but I love the setting. I love how the canvas changes when you change the time or the place. And there are problems that, even though we, we could have parallels to the current uh, world that we live in, Earth in 2018, mm-hmm. or even reference it, you know, or uh, compare it to historic events, there's something exciting and interesting it's like a it's an incredible thought experiment where you change one thing like oh well we do this but we're on mars or we do this and instead of race relations it's actually species relations and you know sometimes we're in some sci-fi you know humans are the best or on equal footing and sometimes humans are um you know 
on the on the on the bottom <laughs> of uh, the food chain and th there are so many different elements that you can play with so every time i i go into a new sci-fi story i love to see what that what they've painted on that canvas what is the world the world building probably is 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 the word for it right and then the stories that are there then you know i mean it it depends right you can have a horrible story in a in a great setting i think when the, the best sci-fi has an amazing world that's built with rules that make sense and then also interesting characters and stories so again i guess the world building is is what i love imagining how things would be if certain things were different yeah and what I think about sci-fi is is very similar. Is it's the idea that we've got all these uh, political things going on in our world, all these philosophical things going on in our world, and if you push it to the nth degree, that's usually where you get sci-fi. Not only do you, have you pushed it beyond our grasp, like this is what happens if this goes too far, or this is what happens if we go this far forward with something, it it separates us from the reality that we're looking at to the point that we're actually able to look at the reality we're looking at. Yeah. So I, I'm excited to do this with Babylon 5, and uh, I'm excited that you guys are along for the ride, and uh, just excited to watch Babylon 5 with my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And again, so I guess the, the setup would be watch an episode and then listen to our podcast episode on the episode that you just watched. <laughs> Yeah. That's easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, we will have a forum on Geek Therapy so you can talk to us about it and we can we can stir the pot and uh, discuss amongst ourselves the things that we're learning in Babylon 5. Yes. Can't wait. Excellent. So join us. We're going to uh, start our next episode with uh, The Gathering, which will not show up as the first episode of Babylon 5, but it will show up as episode zero. This was the pilot episode that was run in 1993, and uh, Straczynski's expectation was he was just going to go straight into the series right after that. But due to whatever politics going on at the TV studio, it took a year to get it on air. Um, so but there's a little bit of a little bit of difference there. Yeah, I I think some of it has to do with changes in leadership. I think some of it has to do with you know, there's there's a number of things that keep our our favorite shows from from being aired. Uh, yeah, that was 25 years ago. Exactly. Holy wow. crap! 25 yeah. years ago. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> Back when I was a boy. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's do this. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>